The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what I did was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play. Off to the races. Touchdown. Oh, he's done it again. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. We are live here on YouTube and recorded here in your podcast feed for the final mailbag of the 2021 season here on January 7th for us, Friday afternoon of 2022. We got a few news items to update you on and a very weird top five inspired by our own David Sampson, who, in my opinion, I want to talk smack about him behind his back. Uh, He hosts uh, Nothing Personal podcast, um, former front office executive for the Miami Marlins World Series champion. Uh, survivor contestant survivor contestant i've worked with him a lot he's a lot of fun he butchered the top five in this category (laughs) and he inspired me to have dan do it dan i'm sure the good news is i can only do worse yeah my track record (laughs) what's the category the top today is nicholas cage's birthday so it is the top five nicholas cage movies oh wow yeah that'll be fun yeah so I'll, i'll go ahead i'll pull up uh and he's a movie buff by the way david sampson like a mega mega movie buff um, I'm going to pull up his top five in a moment. Actually, I'll do it right now. Uh, he, his top five Nicolas Cage movies. One, Valley Girl. Two, Lord of War. Three, Face Off. Four, The Family Man. And five, Adaptation. So I only had one on my top five of those five. I've only seen two of those five. No Con Air? <laughs> no. I've actually only seen No one. The Rock. Are you kidding me? He didn't put the rock on there. Uh, I I called him out. I I quote tweeted, and I'm seeing if he. I don't think he replied. Um, but uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. You're not big enough for him to reply to you, Adam. I I kind of agree, but we've worked together. We've done shows together, so I felt like maybe maybe I got a funny comment on it from Taylor at Tailored Productions. Personal fun fact: I was like 10 when The Rock came out. And my mother rented it from Blockbuster. The next weekend, my friend said, have you seen The Rock? I said, yeah, that movie was awesome. He said, no, stupid, The Wrestler. Yeah. That was the first weekend I saw The Rock and Stone Cold. All right, anyway, let's do our That's news and notes. Type humor joke. <laughs> Jamie laughed. It was a pity laugh. I, well, I appreciate it, you know? Okay. So, Chase Edmonds is likely out. He's out. He's out, right? He's, He's out. out? Okay. Uh, Not playing. James Conner is Jamie wearing your rankings. Uh, Connor will be in the top 10. Uh, I was making a switch to start sit where I had Chase Edmonds as a start. That will now be James Connor. Uh, love, love, love the setup for him. Um, 
I'm going to guess he's going to be a popular DFS play because he should be. Uh, the Seahawks without Bobby Wagner and uh, with what they've allowed in the passing game to running backs, it's just an absolute dream situation for Connor. Assuming that he's 100% healthy, but you have to figure that he's going to be as close to 100% as he can be. And Tyler Huntley is going to start for the Ravens. Uh, no, just Jamie, let's power through the notes. Tyler Huntley, where'd, he, where'd you rank him? Uh, he was ranked all along outside the top 12. I don't like the setup for him. Um, Joe Hayden not being there for the Steelers is good. Uh, I'm going to guess Marquise Brown is playing because I didn't see any update on him. So I'm, uh, hopefully the ankle is fine. But um, he's been <laughs> mediocre as a fantasy quarterback in three of the four appearances that he's made. So I don't love Tyler Huntley this week. Looks like Braxton Berrios is not going to play, which is a shame. We would have liked to see him follow up that big performance. Elijah Moore also. So sit all Jets? I mean, Michael Carter's a borderline flex. Okay. And Dan, uh, the Athletics' Greg Allman reports that it could be a split between Le'Veon Bell and Keyshawn Vaughn. What are you doing there? Yeah, I've been thinking that's what it was going to be all week. I, I'm actually going with Bell here. I, I think he's worth starting. But I am, but I am remain concerned about like the Packers and the Bucks and how much these starters are actually going to play in this game. I know they're supposed to play, and they have these, especially the the Bucks. They have a coach who's you know old school, and he would want to play them. But I, I I'm curious as to how much these guys are actually going to play. Are you going to criticize Bruce Arians for no caring about a Week 18 game? No, I, <laughs> you misinterpret that entirely, Adam. No, I didn't. I didn't. I wonder. Go ahead. I wonder for those guys. Um, <laughs> Not the Packers, but for the Bucks. If the Cowboys lose, does that change things for them? Why? Well, because then the Cowboys can't pass them. Uh, <coughs> I see. But I guess it would just depend on if they're like looking at the matchups, which NFL teams say they don't do, because at this point, I mean, it doesn't factor into the bye at all. So I don't know. Right. But oh, wait, they, I, Jamie, I don't, I don't think the Cowboys can pass them. Unless there's a three-way tie and the Rams also lose, maybe because the Bucks have the head-to-head and they're a game ahead of the Cowboys. Okay. So if the Rams and Buccaneers lost, they'd be twelve and five. The Cowboys with a win would be twelve and five. In that scenario, I think the Cowboys might be the two seed. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Dan, say something interesting. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, it's not going to be an interesting take. It's going to be a smart take. I'm actually going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Okay, it's pretty. It's a pretty boring take. <laughs> what do you want? A bo- uh, the right take or a boring take? You All right, who's asleep? Give me a dark horse. The dark horse that I'll actually go with, which is weird, is going to be the Titans. <laughs> the, the one seed? <laughs> no, but you're, they are. Yeah, Nobody but they're they're, they're, they're a one seed, Jamie. But they're also like <laughs> plus twelve hundred. That's fair to dark horse. They're like the sixth highest odds. That's not fair. Man, they're the one seed. Yeah, but they're the sixth highest. Side. We're going by yeah, odds. The Saints. I tell. That's a pretty good call. The Saints. Come on, well, you can't just pick a, like a random team that has no chance of winning it. It has to be a team that has a shot. 49ers. Right? <laughs> 49ers. We just okay. Fine. Pick the worst team to make the playoffs possible, and just say, oh, well, you know what? If Taysom Hill gets hot, <laughs> no, he took the one seed. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I kind yeah, of but agree. Picking them to win. I don't know one person that's going to pick the Titans to win the exactly. Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, I think I defend this. Thank you, Adam. I think their odds are actually not low enough, or not long enough, rather. I I don't think they're a good value at plus twelve hundred. Um, Cardinals are plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, Niners plus four thousand. Even though they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Chargers plus four thousand. All right, let's go. Let's do your Apple Podcast questions. 
and your emails. We have one Apple podcast question, and Dan's not even going to understand it. It's from Debo68. Uh, thanks for, uh, you guys do it year round. Can't be beat. Uh, now to the important question, 12 teams, super flex dynasty league, six point per passing touchdown, uh, can only keep one, no penalty. Vicar Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An old school FFT joke. Thank you very much, Debo. We appreciate the comment. Uh, all through what the, was the joke behind that? Something Adam screwed up. Yeah, no, definitely. we used to get the uh, question like. We we it was like our, our biggest debate who's the number one quarterback Matt Ryan or Michael Vick, uh, Vick oh. with the yeah no Vick with the Eagles, um, obviously is that what it was uh, huh is that what it was yeah I thought it was me asking Vick or Ryan like way too many times one week well yeah but it was who's who's the better quarterback I thought it was for the season uh, maybe I hope your version sounds better so I'll take that um, yeah Vick or Ryan has become a a rallying cry for FFT all right your emails did I send them to you guys. I did, right? Maybe. Dan? I didn't get him. Crap. I'll send him again. I feel like Dan's ready to do stand-up the way he's holding the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have things going on here. <laughs> the setup is not ideal right now. Here's why Joe Judge isn't good. Yeah. What's the deal? Adam, Adam, we spent five minutes before the show with Adam defending Joe Judge. Oh, we spent a whole week of it. It's like the guy the guy picked the Giants to win the division, walked it back immediately, <laughs> and now wants to keep Joe Judge. And, uh, and some people say, I've even heard him mention, I wouldn't mind if they brought back Dave Gettleman. No, me? No, no, I never said that. That was one yeah. thing I was right about. I didn't like that from the get-go, computer folks. All right, uh, this is from Bradford, in an Oklahoma town that has city in the name. <laughs> Oklahoma City? <laughs> That's good. Even I can get that one. I'm up three points in my two-week championship, and I need a win bad. I've never won the league. Pick two in non-PPR. DJ Moore, Antoine Wesley, Cyril Grayson, and Gabriel Davis. Is it weird that I like the last two the best? So Moore, Wesley, you like Grayson and Gabriel Davis over DJ Moore and Wesley. I feel like this league is starting to do good things by incorporating a two-week championship, but then erasing all of that by having it bleed into week 18. Like just look at those names that we're deciding between. And I agree with Jamie. I would go with the last two, but is that really what we want to be deciding that your first fantasy championship on? Well, he had Antonio. Yeah. He had Antonio Brown. That didn't work out. We're going to do that in one of our leagues next year. We're going to do a two week championship, 17 and 18. Why 18? No, please. No, but there was a buy in week. Why 18? Jamie, why would you do that? Because we have to service our audience that plays in week 18. We don't do that. But, Dan, you can't do it because week 14, then you have to shorten the playoffs. Because week 14, there are four teams on by. Maybe yeah, two. You can only do it in the leagues that have the four-team playoffs, which I've done it, which I right. did in one. You could do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, also, second I question from Bradford. What our audience experiences. Second question from Bradford is uh, Giants. With 10% oh, sorry. of our audience experiences. <laughs> Washington or Chiefs DST this week? Washington. Washington or Chiefs? Yeah, I'd go Washington too. Again, I mean, look at the opponent. From Aaron, is it customary to the? Uh, is it customary for the winner of the fantasy football league to tip the commissioner? And, no. Yeah, I'm not going to let Jamie answer because he's the commissioner in four of my leagues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, commissioner in every league ever. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. But I am curious to ask Jamie because Jamie, I, I already heard from Chris yesterday, last night. I think you won what was it like six leagues? He said or some uh-huh. crazy amount. Was it six? Yeah. So did you tip the commissioner in any of the six? 
Um, I think I am the commissioner in like three of those. Well, that's suspect um, to begin with. But yeah, it's pretty suspect. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think you need to tip the commissioner. I do think, though, that, um, you know, especially if it's a league you're in for a long time, it's not a bad idea to do something nice for the commissioner every now and then. Some commissioners are more involved than others. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's okay to tip them if it's kind of a complex league and the commissioner does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Okay, from David Allegria. I'm playing this week since my commission sucks. I need two running backs and one flex. He's not getting tipped. <laughs> <laughs> two running backs and one flex and half PPR. Elijah Mitchell, Jared Patterson, Samaje P. Ryan, and Javante Williams. Pick two and half PPR. Elijah Mitchell, Patterson, P. Ryan, Javante. Mitchell's the easy one. Um, I'd probably go P. Ryan, uh, assuming that this it stands the way it does as the Bengals sitting a lot of their starters. But would you like P. Ryan even with the Bengals not playing Burrow? You still think he can... Yeah, I mean, because the Browns are not playing their full complement of guys either, yeah. you know. So, you know, he's he's been serviceable, and so the question becomes: is you know, is he better? You know, first off, if you if we find out, well, yeah, if we find out before Sunday that Gibson, who's not on the injury report, is not playing, then that this Patterson easy. But I think and I as right now Gibson's playing. Yeah, I think I lean with Jamie. I wouldn't go Williams either with Locke. Okay, so so Mitchell and P Ryan. Then we need a flex: Jarrett Patterson, Javante Williams, or KJ Osborne. Osborne, easy. Yeah. Bills or football team DST. Football team. That's my one and two. I go Bills. Dozier is uh, looking for a replacement for Jamar Chase, and he wants to know why Heath is so high on Russell Gage, has him thirteenth, and Dave and Jamie don't have Gage in the top thirty-six. So we can't get Heath's perspective, but. Jamie, how come he ended up pretty low on Gage? Uh, well, I can tell you he's perspective because we've you know debated it this week a couple times. He thinks that because the uh, Falcons won one of the last two games where Gage struggled, um, and they didn't have the ball in the other one, that he's going to have more volume. My counter to that is that the Saints with Taysom Miller are going to hold the ball a ton as well, so time of possession is not going to be in the favor of the Falcons. Um, I do think that Gage benefits a little bit, so I might move him up uh, if Pitts does play because I think if he's more of an inside threat than an outside threat, it helps him because if he's playing more on the outside, he's going to see more of Lattimore. Um, Saints have been very good against receivers. Some of it is circumstantial in the last five weeks. But um, I just don't trust Russell Gage at this point right now based on the last two-game sample size. Dan, where do you come out on Gage? I think Jamie illustrated that one well. I kind of feel the same way. I don't trust him. And I don't trust that entire passing attack, really. Man, you're such a suck-up. You you're allowed to disagree with him, Dan. Well, it's also a bad offensive line. You know, Listen, and there's a lot been, of reasons why I agree with him. None of them have to do with sucking up. I leave that to you, Adam. <laughs> they've uh, they've been really good getting at the, after the quarterback. The Falcons' offensive line stinks. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about Mitch's email here. What in general do you do with Juju Smith-Schuster in Dynasty? Buy, sell, or hold? Do Juju. Man, I bought him in a restart dynasty league. This I had two dynasty leagues this summer that I drafted and had him in both. He went for four bucks and five bucks in a three hundred and four hundred dollar auction. I thought I was getting a steal hmm. buying low, but now I feel like, I mean, it's so dependent on where he lands, right? I mean, I, it's it's kind of just a toss up at this point for me. I still think he's a talented player though in the right system. I would be buying if the if the price yeah. is right because if he does like. 
I heard somebody make uh, a Tampa Bay Godwin replacement suggestion. Oh, cheap, yeah. Like that would be fantastic, you know, if he's if he's with that type of quarterback and that type of system. Um, if Brady comes back, yeah, I mean, assuming Brady's there, but yeah. any any scenario where he'd be a slot receiver in, in that type of an offense, you know, with that type yep. of a quarterback. Except I, he, I, you know, it could have just been Roethlisberger, but his career has taken a, a terrible turn when he became more and more of a slot receiver, you know, and when he lost Antonio Brown. But you know what? In I, I don't know. Is that true? Because in his rookie year, he was pretty good when Brown was out. And didn't his second year come without Brown? Or I, or no? I can't remember. No, no his Brown big was there. year came with Brown. The breakout year was with Brown. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. But I think that he's a guy who could be really good. And his third year very was without Roethlisberger. Yeah. Right. No Rudolph. Uh, or that was with Rudolph and and uh, the other guy. Uh, but anyway, Juju's still very young. I, I want to see him. You can be a slot receiver and still play on the outside. You know, it's not most slot receivers they move around a little bit, but he has been so slot heavy um, the last what two were years. The, the two teams, Baltimore, was it Kansas City? That Kansas City was interested in him. Yep, he chose yeah. Like I mean, he gets with Mahomes. He gets with one of those those type of quarterbacks. Like it's it's yeah, well worth your interest to if you're spending, you know. A, a second round rookie pick might be a little too high, but I think that's the range. But a third round rookie pick, all day long. Yeah. Okay. Let me just see how old he is. I don't even know if he's twenty five. He's uh, he yeah, he's, he's twenty five now. He'll be twenty six next November. But it's basically, he turned twenty five in November. He's a young guy. Okay. Next question from Aldo in Shreveport, Louisiana, home of Terry Bradshaw. Pick one: T- Taysom Hill or Kyler Murray. I adjusted my rankings after our show this morning. I put Taysom ahead of Kyler Murray. Yeah, I was going to say the why? same thing. I would have Hill as well, but I know it's unorthodox. Oh, why, guys? I would definitely take Murray. Um, I think Taysom is going to do what he did against the Falcons the last two times. He had Michael Thomas back then. So? That's a huge difference. He's been so I bad. Mean, Callaway's numbers the last two games have been basically Michael Thomas. Yeah, I, 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 I don't love Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins right now. Kyler is is throwing forty times a game lately. He's yeah. rushing for enough. You know he could easily outrun Taysom Hill. Hill, I I just think that when you look at Hill's season, so damn lucky against the Cowboys and the Jets. If he doesn't get those lucky lucky plays at the very end, there's no way you're starting over Kyler Murray. Why? Because Kyler's been good enough. I mean, because because. He's because he's Taysom Hill and he's Kyler Murray. That's why. I don't know. All right. Fine. Agree to disagree. Pick three running backs in non-PPR. Nick Chubb, Deontay Foreman, Samaje Pirine, Ramondre Stevenson, Boston Scott, if he plays, Jarrett Patterson, and Dare Ogunbowale. The first two are easy. In Chubb and Foreman. Here are the names again. P. Ryan, Stevenson, Boston Scott, Patterson, Agumbawale. I would lean P. Ryan as the third guy as no. Okay. Yeah, given what we know about I mean, I, I would want to say Stevenson, but given what we know about that team, I wouldn't. So I guess P. Ryan's probably the safest from a volume standpoint. And pick two wide receivers. Uh, T. Higgins, no. Can Deont- we filter in more dynasty questions, Adam? De- I could, <laughs> if I get them. T. Higgins, no. Deontay Johnson, no. 
And uh, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say completely no on T. Higgins, but Deontay Johnson's out. So it's pick two, T. Higgins, Zay Jones, or K.J. Osborne. I mean, you're probably going with Zay Jones and K.J. Osborne. Yeah. I would go look to see if Cyril Grayson is out there, and I would start him. I would go look to see if um, – because Zay Jones makes me nervous with Waller back. That's so, a good point. Yeah. Trying to think like who are these other like widely available guys? Grayson is Antoine probably, Wesley or Zay Jones. Uh, that was the other guy I was gonna it was it was gonna suggest is, is Wesley, but um he's so touchdown dependent. What's the roster percentage for uh Michael Thomas part two? <laughs> Marquez Callaway's probably like thirty percent. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's going to go to it. Marquez Callaway is thirty nine percent. He's available, I like him too. All right, this is from Lucas Zink. Parentheses, week 18 championships suck. Yes, thank you, Lucas. Thank you. Dear Tom, Terry, Roger, Aaron, and Jim. Tom Brady, uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers, Jim Kelly. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, Roger yeah. Staubach. I don't Did know. I finally know one? What they What's have. the thread, though? Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, it's they've all won Super Bowls. No, I mean, Jim Kelly did court. not win a Super Bowl. No, he well, did not. Rogers only played in one, so the other guys have played multiple. Yeah. And no, he's amazing that Rogers only played in one. Maybe it's a different Jim. Maybe it's Jim Plunkett. Ooh. Right? He won a Super Bowl, didn't he? Yes, for men. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. <laughs> Week 18 championship game. Devontae Adams is in my lineup, but Could should be I? Man. Could yeah, could be. Uh, should I start Devontae Adams, Michael Pittman, Mike Williams, or Rashad Penny in a flex? Penny. Chase the volume. So yep. All right, Penny. It is from Nicholas. Oh, here's news specifically to the Packers. The Packers are planning to start Aaron Rodgers on Sunday, and then the floor will see how the game goes. I don't think he needs to play. I think he wants to play and keep the momentum going. They're not playing a full game. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shot. Now, this is from Nicholas. My championship is a two-week matchup. I'm up 22 points. I'm losing Aaron Jones for the week, and I'm looking for some sure points. I'm thinking of flexing Zach Ertz over Russell Gage and Marquez Calloway. Am I crazy? And if Gibson is out, should I just start Patterson? If Gibson's out, you should start Patterson. I would flex Ertz over those other guys. Yeah, he's looking for a floor, so it's definitely Patterson first and then Ertz. Okay. And Brian from PDX. I joined a new league this year that plays in Week 18. Face palm emoji. Thank you. It is a PPR two. I, in fact, everybody who's emailing, I feel like at least half of them anyway, have, have made some derogatory comment about yeah. Week 18. <laughs> There's a reason for it. It's terrible. Anyway, it's PPR two running back, two wide receiver. I have Debo and Lockett. On the bench, I have DJ Moore, Samaj Pirine, Grayson, and Ramondre Stevenson. Who am I flexing? PPR. Probably still DJ Moore. DJ Moore. It's basically DJ Moore or Samaj Pirine. But he's also probably still feels safer with DJ Moore. He's also leaning Grayson. You can. DJ Moore. I would probably go Pirine. You've kind of seen what. Cyril Grayson is, you know, three for 81 two weeks ago. What was it, six for 81 or five for 81 last week? I, 
see, I just don't think you've seen what he is because three three for eighty one is not a game that excites me. That's three catches, and then five or six for eighty one would. But man, you know, it was that last play, that game winning touchdown, really boosted him. Well, all of his numbers came when Brown left. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Um, I don't know. I he just seems so boomer busty to me. Whereas P Ryan is obviously very, <laughs> very safe. <laughs> All right, so you're going. You're going who? More? In PPR, I go more. Yeah, just be safe. Dan? Yeah, if it's full PPR, you have to go more. <sighs> you know, another. Why thing. are you so opposed to Week 18? Me, Me or, Dan? or Adam? Both of you. <laughs> okay, I can't believe you're allowing for this rant, but I'll take it because we're talking about people like Cyril Grayson and you know, all of these players and we have to worry about and we have to discuss like, oh, well, Matt LaFleur said the Packers want to play their starters. Aaron Rodgers wants to keep momentum, but I don't really want to do it. So it's like, oh, well, let's just guess how many snaps these guys are going to get. And we have to consider benching guys like Adams. And it's just this is not what we played for. It's the same reason why I don't like defenses and kickers, because nobody invests in them in the draft and they end up making a big impact on wins and losses. Yeah, uh, I, I just like I like the uh, the fun of this trying to try to make it work. You like it yeah, because you're not actually competing. Exactly. It. You only like it because of that. If you lost because Cyril Grayson, you didn't. No, I, I, I mean, he it, scores thirty five. Like, it's honestly more frustrating to rank these players than it would yeah. be to start these players. It would be really frustrating if I had Devontae Adams and, you know, I picked him and he carried me to my finals and I couldn't right. use him. Not because he's injured, but because the Packers are resting him. That would be unfair, I think, and uh, sure. not something I'm interested in. You know. Also, I really, I'm the commissioner of one fantasy baseball league, and I end that league a month early. <laughs> you do. I, I mean, September baseball. It's actually an incredible idea because baseball is such a grind. Oh. I think that's like the. I, I hope I join a league like that. Can if I? There's it's an the name, editorial oh, league. You, you're more than welcome to join. Uh, okay. And not only that, I mean, by by that point, everyone is on football, so people don't yes, even care exactly. about baseball, and it's it's a fine like it's a perfect length for the season. And September baseball is four weeks of week eighteen. September baseball is horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, because and the other the worst part is they don't even well, I don't know they might now because they they don't have as many September call ups they don't even put guys on the IL so you have these injured players that you can't even put in an IL spot they're just out it, it's there's nothing good about it are we doing our fantasy baseball draft in like a week <laughs> no I'm not sure I'm doing any more fantasy baseball yes you are it's really hard <laughs> it is it's just a grind if you don't pay attention true, it is hard it's a but true we're so grind. good in that league. We are really good in that league. We have the best team that never wins every year. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the top five Nicolas Cage movies from Dan Schneier, who apparently loves Nicolas Cage, which shocked me. I don't know if he had even seen five Nicolas Cage movies. The the five best Nicolas Cage movies. Happy birthday, Nick Cage, when we come back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. 
a little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. And we are back. And there's something that I have to promote here that I forgot to look up. So let me figure what that figure out what that is. Yeah, tell a joke while he's doing it. Now I got it. Oh, here it is. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Spotify if you enjoy the podcast this season. That was easy. All right, Dan, tell a joke. No, I, I don't. I don't have jokes on tap. I have some great jokes. You do stand up though. I don't think any of them are appropriate. No, I see why you. <laughs> okay, Dan, go ahead. Top five Nicolas Cage movies. Start at five or one. Start at five. All right, at five comes in The Wicker Man, a movie that is not good really by any means, but it's peak Nicolas Cage, just absolutely peak Cage at his best, going off and surprisingly like a movie that keeps my attention despite being horrific number four another movie in a very similar vein vampires kiss weird kind of a comedy kind of a horror movie but the bit with nicholas cage going over the alphabet and how you can how you shouldn't be misfiling things is just a classic nicholas cage then three is an actual great movie that he doesn't play a huge role in but plays a good like a it's not a big role but i liked his role in it and the movie's amazing it's kick-ass I don't know if Adam's ever seen. I think I like that if he doesn't play a big role in it, it can't be on the list. Well, I wish I had known that before. It's not. An, is it? A, you tell me. Just like, don't even think about it. Is it a Nicolas Cage movie? No. Then it's not on the list. All right. On the fly, if I had to replace it, I'd put an adaptation, which is just like a great movie that he did a great that job. Wasn't in your top show. five? Are you kidding? Yeah, it's a great movie, and he did a great job. Of it's it. amazing. Yeah. Also, it's not really in my top five. You made me add something into it. It should my top be number five. two. It should and be I number to, two. I had to think. I had to think on the fly and create something. Good for you. It should be number two. Right. But go ahead. Number two, the actual number two is Con Air. Great movie. I mean, just unbelievable. And I'll consider that a Nicolas Cage movie, even though there's a lot of great actors in that. Oh, it's movie. of course it's a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Yeah. Number He's one on the poster. It's his movie. The easy one should be everyone's one, is Face Off. One of my favorite oh. movies as a kid. Incredible movie. What? Did you say no? Are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious. What is with you people not putting The Rock on? I mean, Face Off doesn't exist without The Rock. Con Air is basically The Rock Part 2. The Rock on a plane. The Rock is is not just the best Nicolas Cage movie. The, the Rock is one of the 10 best action movies ever made. And Face Off isn't? Face Off sucks. Face I like Face Off suck. when it came out, but I mean, Face Off's a great concept the, and a great the, execution and the, awesome action. The two extremes that you're going to are pretty, pretty. No, wild. Face Off was fun when it came out. Have you watched Face Off recently? I mean, it's laughable. No, it's a great movie. It's laughable, bro. I mean, the fact that they can switch each other is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Wait, concept's great. Hey, the action's great. Which is more believable? That former Marines take over the <laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> And Nicholas Cage, who is a uh, nerdy chemist for the FBI, pairs with a former con man from the 60s. That's a pretty pr- wild premise. To save the day. Or or Nicholas Cage and John Travolta swap faces. Anything faces. is more realistic than face-off. And, and the fact that you said it's a great concept with great execution. Uh, what? 
all they did was was switch roles during the movie. How is that great execution? It's cool. And the action is great. Doing Nicolas Cage though throughout the movie is great. Yeah. Look, I liked the movie when it came out. It's fun. I'd watch it if it were on. But have have you seen The Rock? I've actually never seen The Rock. All right, all right, all right. He's never seen The Rock, so that explains. Yeah, that explains. That's a big. That's a big fact. You've never seen The Rock. No, unfortunately. Oh my God! Also, I'm bad with movies. I'm, I'm great seeing... with TV shows, and I'm horrible with movies. No, you did a pretty really good job. A great there. Nicolas Cage movie. National Treasure is awesome. Yeah, I heard oh. National Treasure is also a really good one from Cage. I never saw that, but the the one that I haven't seen anybody mention because I'm seeing it in the chat. I saw some comments on Twitter. I'm not seeing it in the chat. Is Matchstick Men? You ever see Matchstick Men? No. no. Matchstick Men is it's amazing. It well, is what, a great. What did he movie. win the Oscar for? He won an Oscar. Raising Arizona is also really good. Leaving Las Vegas, is that right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I never saw that. Nicholas um, Cage. Okay. I heard Leaving Las Vegas is great, actually. Probably. One sixty seconds. Great movie. He was a uh, best actor in Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh man, you guys got to see Matchstick Man. It's uh, it's what it's so good. And what's the name? I know of a lot of people like Ghost Rider. Oh, Sam Rockwell's in it with him. Yeah. Ghost Rider. He's done so many things, huh? Well, he he had to, I think he had to work because he lost a lot of money. Oh, well, that's a shame. Okay, well, it's this a was a creepy fun. movie, but eight eight millimeters good too. Ooh, uh, yeah. You know what I didn't like? I didn't like Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is a tough one, yeah. Yeah, that one's a good. All right, well, I asked the person who'd never seen The Rock to rank uh, Nicolas Cage movies, so that's on me. Yeah, uh, it is. It's always on. You, <laughs> I got a good I got a good dad joke for you. Ready? Okay. I was looking up while Dan was trying to think of a joke. I was trying to find one to fill. Um, so this this is a good one. Uh, I think that the person who invented the umbrella was actually going to call it Brella, but he hesitated. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, let me see if we have if you have any That's pretty good, Adam. If you have any week eighteen questions, it's a good dad joke. As Jacob yeah, gave us another good dad, dad waiting joke for me. Right? Yeah. Right? Some people have trouble sleeping, but I could do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> I think these are great. I love them. Uh, if you ever want to tell a joke, just know Adam is by far and away your best audience possible. Tyler, not yet. It's true. What do you T- call a sad cup of coffee? What? A depresso. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, you like That's that my one? favorite one yet. Hudley or Trey Lance? If Lance plays, starts. Uh, Lance for me if he plays. Lance. I need help with receivers. I have A.J. Brown, Hunter Renfro, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, and Devontae Adams. Play them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's a fair answer given the fact that he didn't give us a number we needed to pick. Uh, I have it ranked Hill, Brown, Kirk, Renfro, Adams. Oh, wow. Tony Pollard is not playing. Yeah. That's interesting. Neither is Deep Trayvon to the Dills. moon. And Zeke's still not going to do anything. <laughs> uh, do you think Alan Lazard plays a full game? No. No, no okay. chance. Last one. I have Cup, Dig, St. Brown. Whoa! Deontay Johnson. Ben to the moon. Deontay's back. Oh, wow. Activated that is a big deal. off the COVID reserve. Let's go. That is a big deal. Love Ben this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cup, Dig, St. Brown, Chubb, Edmonds, Stevenson, Pierre, and Vaughn on the bet. What did you- uh, stick with this lineup. 
You're not putting in Vaughn or P. Ryan for Chubb. Oh, Ed, I'm sorry. You can't. Edmonds is out. So who Yeah, you have with? to put in one of those two. P. Ryan, Vaughn, or Stevenson? P. Ryan. Uh, P. Ryan. Speaking Ryan of Vaughn, you ever seen rookie? You ever seen uh, Major League, Dan? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would bother you so much, and it's the truth. Come on. Wow. It's embarrassing. I told you. You got to watch that tonight. Movies great with TV shows. You got to watch that tonight. Have you ever seen the Major League TV series? The miniseries? No, of course not. Okay, it didn't exist. There's a miniseries? No, I'm just kidding. All right, we're out of here, everybody. Jacob Gibbs getting mad at me. I got to go do fantasy football today in five. Check it out on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football today. He gave Braxton Berrios advice last week. He's going to help you this week. Uh, Although our first topic is supposed to be Pittsburgh without Deontay Johnson, so we're going to have to figure out something else. See you later. Thanks, everybody. Match the men. Watch it. Deserve the truth. The enemy is at our gates. The fight for humanity. I look at your faces. I do not see defeat. No! And I do not see surrender. Is far from over. You will not make that stand alone. We have something the enemy does not. We have heroes. Halo. New season now streaming. Exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.